Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years. Here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To five three three four two New York, call the twenty four seven Hope Line at one eight seven seven eight Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or twenty four seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? I know I've been through it. I've had problems at work, problems in relationships, uh, you know, even problems as a parent. Sometimes you don't know where to turn to or who to talk to, particularly when you, you don't want to talk to someone who knows you, who might have a bias or might hold what you're going to say against you. You want to talk to someone who's experienced and licensed and at the same time distant and removed from you. BetterHelp is here to help. They'll assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. This is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. I know many of our listeners are listening to us from other countries, whether it's Canada, Australia, somewhere in Europe, somewhere in Asia, or somewhere in Africa. Look, you guys can access this as well. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. 
you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available for those who need it. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website. Read the testimonials. They're posted daily. For instance, this one from user NU after counseling with Denise Wall Marlin for two years on issues concerning depression, stress, anxiety, and self-esteem. Quote, I have found Denise to be an excellent counselor. She has broad experience in all techniques to get rid of anxiety and ruminating thoughts and always puts things in perspective for me. I recommend her 100%. Hell, I hear that one. I, I want to sign up with Denise because I know ruminating thoughts and anxiety is something that I deal with all the time. So here's what you can do. I'll do it too. Visit betterhelp.com slash B-O-M. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. It's a special offer going right now for our listeners here on Bomb. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash B-O-M. That's betterhelp.com slash B-O-M. Welcome back to another episode of Growing Up the Same. I'm your host, Trevon Edwards, joined always by my co-host, Jay Skills, a.k.a. Jason Madison. What's going on? What up, bro? I like how you put the uh, Jay Skills first. (laughs) Hey, man, that's what the streets know you by, man. Jay Skills. (laughs) And today we're joined by a special guest, Reese LaFlair. What's going on? Man, you know, cooling, chilling, doing my thing at home in the good old Atlanta right now. Hell yeah. Busting some some little moves and shit for today. Reese LaFlair is a Grammy-nominated, platinum-selling rapper from Atlanta, also a fashion designer. His clothing line, Diva, just released this year. Reese, this is the one of the two. You ready, bro? It says the one of the two? Yeah. You ready? I'm ready. Virgil or Nego? Nego all the way. Gucci Mane or Young Thug? Hey, bro, that fucked up, but <laughs> Gucci man put Thug on. Right. That's a fucked up question, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, Thug won't be mad at that. He'll understand. It's no, funny he ain't going to be mad at all. It's, it's funny Gua because all, you asked, it's, you, it's, you told me not Gua to ask all day. Shit. And I, and I really, knew I was going to jam you up. <laughs> it's goo it's up all day. See, my name is Reese LaFleur. He gave me the he gave me the passage, the passage to use LaFleur in my name. Yeah, That's is. my dog. That's my OG. But yeah, we're going to go goo Getting paid to write songs or making your own music? Hmm. I like making my own music, but ain't nothing wrong with getting paid to write them songs either. You feel me? Songwriters just always get stuck more behind the scenes. So I ain't right. like a behind. I'm not like a. I never wanted to be like the behind the tree nigga. Like, give me all mines. So. Right. I make my own songs. <laughs> Vodka or tequila? Tequila. Casamigos, me, sir. <laughs> Glock or FN? Red Glock. 
We're going Glock. Y'all, I can't see Reese just pulled out a Glock on a podcast. It might be the first time. <laughs> hey, man, I'm in Georgia. My shit in my name, I'm legal. <laughs> Trap music or drill music? Trap music. Pharrell or Kanye? Mm. I'm going to go, I'm going to go pedo. Yeah. Skateboarding or rapping? Skateboarding. It's my first love. Kendrick or Drake? See, that's a tricky ass question right there. But I'm going to go Drake because I don't want to hear, I got a bone to pick in the club. I ain't trying to, I ain't yeah. trying to hear that, bro. We going Drake. Weezy out of here or Metro? Man. Man. <laughs> Ooh. I'm going to go Metro. I'm going to go Metro. Just, just Blaze or the Heat Makers? Heat Makers. Jordan 1s or Jordan up, bro. You're asking me some fucked up questions, bro. I know. <laughs> That's some fucked up questions, Jason. Damn, Just Blaze. You know what? No, I'm going to go Just Blaze, and I'm going to tell you why. Because Jess Blaze loves the Transformers just as much as I do. Yes. So I'm does. going Jess Blaze. Good answer. Jordan 1 or the Jordan 4s? Who? Jordan 1 or the Jordan 4? We're going 1s. Basketball or football? Basketball. Being rich and hated or being broke and loved? I'll be broken love. Text, call, or FaceTime? FaceTime me, baby. <laughs> Clubhouse or TikTok? Clubhouse all day. T-shirt or hoodie? Damn. T-shirt for sure. Stevie Williams or Kareem Campbell? See, that's a fucked up question. That's one of them fucked up ass questions right there. <laughs> That's one of them fucked up questions. I'm going to go Stevie because Kareem Campbell was the OG to Stevie. You know what I'm saying? Right. And Stevie's my OG. Yeah. I give it to both of them, but I'm going to go Stevie because I took more from Stevie than Kareem Campbell. For sure. Shout out to Stevie. Dom Kennedy or Currency? <laughs> Dom. <laughs> DJ Drama or DJ Screw? I ain't never met DJ Screw R.I.P., so I'm going to go DJ Drama. Would you rather catch COVID or catch a case? I ain't catching neither because I'm a slick nigga. <laughs> Got none of them. <laughs> Michael Jackson or Prince? I'm going to go Prince because in that situation, Prince is the underdog. And I'm right. the underdog, so I feel, I, I'm going with the underdog. And you, and you kind of, you know, uh, reimagine Prince on your cover. Yeah, that's my twin. That's my um, that's my twin. Me and him are twins. I'm his twin. Uh, Rap Simmons or Rick Owens? Hmm. It depends on the occasion. You know what I'm saying? With me, when you gotta, it depends. If I feel like being on some, you know, some dark shit, I'm gonna go Rick. I actually had I own more Rick than Rap, so I'm gonna go Rick. Okay. Chanel or YSL? Shanene, you want Shanene? Gucci or Prada? Prada. 2000s or the 2010s? 2000s. 
2000, 2010s is low key like the same though. Low, but I mean, you was really rapping in the 2010s. Yeah, that's when. Yeah, that's when I started. But shit, life. Life was more popular in the 2000s. The 2000s, like <laughs> really the 2000s until the early 2010s. Like yeah. when you when we got when it got around like 2015, that's when shit started to get ass. It got janky after that. Yeah, yeah it got janky after 2015. <laughs> That's Mexican, when it got burnt. Mexican food or Italian food? Italian. New York or Miami? New York. London or Paris? London. Free clothes for life or free food for life? I'm going to go free clothes because I can always go eat somewhere. Would you rather control the future or change the past? If you change the past, that low-key dictates the future, so we're going to go past Smart. The Matrix or Avatar? Matrix, because they haven't, I mean, they had sticks in both of them, but niggas is really getting popped in the Matrix, so I'm going to go with that one. Wolf of Wall Street or Scarface? Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Donald Glover or Jamie Foxx? Jamie Foxx. LA or Tokyo? What's the question? <laughs> in this current climate we're in right now, I'm going to go Tokyo because LA wow. ain't. L.A. ain't L.A. like it is. Y'all niggas are still closed there. I can't live my regular life like I live in L.A. You know how I live, Jason. You know right. <laughs> you know what type of shit I do, bro. You know I like to be out. Yeah, we out. TMZ yeah, popping out on niggas. We out. We doing all that. I can't even do that there. Juice World or Mac Miller? Uh, Mac Miller. Reese vs. The World 1 or 2? Nas or J. Cole? I don't really listen to neither one of them niggas for real, so. But I'm going to go Nas because that it ain't hard to tell. Come on now, I can't beat that. Right. Atlanta rap right now or 10 years ago? Right now. The Hundreds or Diamond? But then, fuck. That's a trick question too, though, bro. Like, back then that shit was going too, though, because we were tripping back then. But Atlanta rap, just Atlanta all through. You know, we, just, we got that. Yeah. Hundreds or Diamond? Yeah. Hey, y'all remember when them niggas was beefing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when niggas had beef, niggas, yeah, TK, right. was burn, TK was burning 100 shirts and shit on the Diamond website. We going Diamond Supply good shit. Man, I skated for Diamond, man. Shout out Nick. I'm Diamond right. all day. Right. I love Bobby and Ben, though. And my dogs. Yeah, we have Bobby on the podcast. That's what I Yeah, Bobby and Ben, my niggas. I love y'all, so if y'all see this, you know. <laughs> uh... Our future or Wu Tang Clan? That's like weird because the our future niggas like like we all got grew up around each other. So that's right. like I ain't grow up with Method Man now. Right. Fuck. I'm gonna go Wu Tang though. Yeah. The Block, Fairfax, or Phipps? Fairfax, bro. You know what time it is. <laughs> Uh, hotel or Airbnb? Hotel. Because I like to have fresh sheets and shit. Every, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't got time. Airbnb, they, they ain't changing that. You got to do that yourself. Right. Um, resellers or bots? I fuck with the resellers over them bots. Yeah. Uh, Boys in the Hood or Minister Society? Minister Society. 21 Savage or Little Baby? Ooh, that's a tough one. 
because they both the homies. They both my dogs. Fuck. But I got more of a relationship with 21 Savage, so I'm going to go 21 Savage. All right. And the last one, this is a tough one. All right. <laughs> Diva or Carrots? Man, fuck Anwar, nigga. Diva. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Anwar, my best friend. That nigga know what time it is. <laughs> oh, he, he knows, nigga, it's me over everything. Yeah. But shit, I learned I learned a lot of that shit. What I do, I learned that from Anwar. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But that so, was the one of the two, man. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. You asked me some hard ass questions. Yeah, he brought it. He brought it on those. Some of them was like very like damn, like that's fucked up, bro. Like, yeah. You can't <laughs> you can't pit that against one another. I know. That's what makes the segment so entertaining. I like that. I like yeah, it. He I made, he made you think and brought some emotion out of it. All right, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna do a blast from the past. Uh, tell us about Young Reese's relationship with Transformers. First of all, before you even get started with Transformers, were you more connected to the toys, the TV show, which is the cartoon, or the movie? All of them. My okay. love, my original love that made me fall in love with them was the cartoon because I had is the cartoon and I had the toys at the same time. So my mom would buy me all the Transformer toys. Like, I be going to, like, the little Transformer Comic-Cons and shit. Like, that's, like, one thing that people don't know about me. Like, that's, like, my nerd fact right there. Like, I go whenever I'm anywhere, like, Tokyo, anything, I go to toy stores that sell old, all the Transformer shit. I go buy all of it. When they have, like, the Transformer toy conventions, I be going. Bruh, I have three Transformer tattoos. Like, shit is for real. When you think of characters, who's your favorite? Megatron, Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, Jazz, Thrust, Ratchet. I mean, I can go down the line. Who's your favorite? Hot Rod. Hot Rod from Transformers, the original Transformers movie. Yep. That yep. turned into Rodimus Prime. Hot Rod was my favorite. That when when he came out, when he was in that the original cartoon movie, like you had never seen a Transformer like that. Red flames, like you got the touch. This is the end of the road, Galvatron. Nothing like that, and he was cool. So that will always be my, he's my favorite Transformer. Even though people hated him, so some people like, like oh i didn't like rodimus prime and all that like i ain't really care too much when he turned into rodimus prime but hot rod all-time favorite transformer he was on bullshit too he was he was with he was on go he was with everything yeah yeah for sure um out of all the movies so we got revenge of the fallen the original transformers dark of the moon age of extinction the last night which one is your favorite the original transformers movie 1984 yeah, for sure. That's okay. the original. Like, nothing beats that. Bumblebee was really good, though. Bumblebee got, they, that nigga who directed Bumblebee, he did it right. Yeah, he got, he he paid, he he kept it, he kept it G. All right. He kept it right. If, if they got a chance to remake, like, I mean, do a new Transformers, which I think it would be seven now, mm -hmm. um, would you love to play the character of Robert Epps? <laughs> and that's Tyrese for people that didn't didn't know on that. Hell yeah, I do that. 
I would definitely do that. I want to be in a Transformers movie. They're actually like rebooting. Bumblebee was the beginning of like the reboot of the Transformers movie series and stuff. So they about to go crazy with all these new ones. I think they're about to, they're really about to get into, they're going to redo it. Cause I remember the last one they had like, kind of like Unicron and all that stuff. The newer ones are going to get into it more. It's going to be better. What are your, what are your three tattoos that you got? I have a big generation one Megatron at like on my left my right arm at the top. I have the audio Autobots insignia, insignia on my left forearm. And then I have a tattoo of a, like Hot Rod, like Hot Rod's face on my arm too. So you, you, you super stand like me in The Simpsons. That's how I am with The Simpsons. I, yeah, I love, bro, I love Transformers, bro. Yeah, for sure. All right, transitioning into skateboarding. Man, I can go down the line with this. I'm going to start with who got you into skateboarding? Because I know that's your first love. Um, I got into skateboarding at school and church. It was kind of funny. Um, there's a skater. He's a pro skater. He's pretty big. His name's Sierra Fellers. I went to church. He went to like my church and I got into skateboarding. Like I would always like see skate magazines and stuff. Like literally the first time I ever picked up a skate magazine, when I opened it, the first page I turned to, it was a shorties ad for Brandon Turner. So I was like, oh, I'm I'm sold. Like, it's a nigga that looked like me in here. Like, I'm on that. And then I got like my first skateboard. It was too, I didn't know anything about the sizes. So like my first skateboard I got, I had got a green um, shorties Chad Muska, the silhouette. It was like an eight five, bro. I was like seven. Like, I didn't know how to fucking, that shit was huge. So when I started skating with people, like, I went and skated with my friend Sierra. And he was like, dang, bro. He's like, your board's too big. He goes, like, because, like, I could tell, like, when you're flipping it, like, he was super good, like, when I started skating then. Like, so he was, I could tell, like, when you're doing, like, I was doing kick flips and 360 flips and shit on this huge ass board that was not my size. He's like, I can tell, like, you putting all your might into that shit. And he was like, here, he gave me another board. He gave me like, I forgot who he was riding for at the time. I think he gave me like a shop, one of the like skate shop boards. And it was like a seven, five. I had been so used to riding that heavy ass, like wide board. When he gave me one that was like seven, five and skinny, bruh, I was popping kickflips and 360 flips over shit. So easy. Cause it was, it was my size. So, that's how like I started skating and stuff like just being around people and watching them doing it just in it and skateboarders just always look like they look cool to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I think, I think the skateboarders style and fashion and everything, just how they just carry themselves is, is so, you know, contagious and, and effective on what culture is now, especially streetwear and, and, and how you go about it. Um, I have a list of these skaters and you can tell me um, pick three out of this list. All right. We got P-Rod. We got Costas. We got Kareem Campbell. We got Stevie Williams, Chad Muska, Ryan Sheckler, Tony Hawk, Terry Kennedy, Danny Way. Costin, P-Rod, Stevie. Why'd you pick those three? Because they resonated with me more when I started skating. Like, from street style, like, style-wise and just 
even like Stevie, he's a black kid, like he's a black dude, like how niggas looks, P-Rod and Costin were other minorities and they still looked, you know what I'm saying? Like they look cool. They were, they were, they looked like my friends that I hung around skating when I first started skating. And then later in life, it's crazy. All of them became my friends. So, but them, like, cause I, I it was more relatable to me. Like I yeah. fucked with Tony Hawk, but bro, I didn't skate vert and I ain't look like Tony Hawk. And none of the people I knew when I started skateboarding, I didn't think vert. I wasn't looking at that shit. Like every time them niggas would skate vert and that shit would come on the S games or all that stuff, bro, I'd turn that shit off. I ain't watch that. Yeah, in Compton, we didn't get a we didn't get a skate park until after he donated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'm like, saying like and also niggas just we the, the Long Beach niggas was skating more than Compton niggas. You know what I'm saying? We bro, were, I used to stay. I used to stay in Long Beach, bro. I used to live on 10th and Coronado on the east side. I used to rest in peace, Black Mike. I used to skate with all the R.I.P. Black Mike. T, I used to skate with T.K. Little Meezy, Baby Meezy. I know all them Hammer City kids. I know. Trust me. I used to go to Jordan Skate Park by the high school. All day. I know all about Long Beach. Yeah, Scott Kane, Darrell Stanton. Yeah, like I really skate, bro. Like. I know all them, all them Long Beach kids. Kevin Romar, we can go on for days. Like, <laughs> yeah, nah, you tap, you listen. You as soon as you said Black Mike and, and, and mentioned a couple other names, I said, okay, yeah, he he's in there. You know he's in the RP my man, RP my man, John Barry, man, Barry video atmosphere. That's some real Long Beach shit. That shit was crazy. That was a good time in skateboarding. Um, what's the best Baker DVD? Three. Easy call. <laughs> Um, did ice cream skate team DVD have any effect on you? Yeah, it was different and it was tight. And those were all the homies too. And I was like skating with all of them at the time. And, um, like I was getting like flow, like they was giving me like ice creams and like Nino and P and Kato and all. And I was getting all the ice cream shit. And I got hurt really bad around that time when they were swimming for that video. So I couldn't like get no tricks off or do anything, but yeah. Those were all the homies. So I, I like Jacob all them that I fucked with that. It was different. That's like they combined like all the the fucking rap shit with all the skate shit. Like that's always been like my thing. It's like bro, I like rap. I'm finna be like an icy like skater and shit like that. Like I like there's like some skaters that's like they're like super true to like, oh man, we're like hash and man, fuck all that, bro. I like diamonds. And I'm I rap I like rap shit. I'm on that. I like that. I'm into that. I'm into going to skateboarding. I'm into go skating. And then like, hey, the next day I got to catch a flight to Paris because I got to be at this fucking Louis Vuitton show. That shit's tight. Like that's that is what Pharrell was pushing. Like, oh, so what? What was it like your first time or your first experience like skating in front of a crowd when you was a kid? Um, like contest shit. Yeah, or like, like, what, like, what was like a great experience, like, when you was a kid and like you really like had people watching? Going to like my first like Tampa Am contest. What's that? It's like the contest they do every year. It's been around for thirty something years. They like do like Phoenix Am and Tampa Am. It's like you go and skate and like you win those contests, and then once you win at Tampa Am, they'll put you in Tampa Pro the next year. Like, you know, those are, like, big things. It's, like, almost, like, street league and shit. It was, like, the first stuff of, like, all that. So, like, I used to... Uh, how were you? Um, my first Tampa Am I skated in, I probably was 16. It's, like, 16 or 17. And, um, fucking... 
the shop I wrote for, like they flew us all down, like all flew us down to Tampa. I was skating for bands at the time too. Um, getting flowed by them. So like we went down to Tampa AM and skated the contest. And like, that's where outside of me being in LA skateboarding and like in Georgia, like all the kids I knew there, I got to see and meet all the other skateboarders that like I would see videos of and hear about like all the other AMs from all over the world. Cause people would come from Brazil, all kind of shit to skate in Tampa AM, you know, who was like all the sponsor kids and stuff. So it was always fun. It was, the contest was fun. Like the energy was great, but it was more so fun because it was just all the skaters from around the world linked up and we partied and just did wild shit all weekend. When was the last time you lost uh, a game of skate? Shit. Last weekend. I was uh, was on Saturday. Was it Saturday? I think it might have been Saturday. Out here to, didn't you come out here to play, to play somebody in skate? You no, lost? I was film, I was filming for Jolly's video for Godspeed. That should come out next week on uh, Christmas. I I went back to try to get this trick that I had got hurt last time I was skating. But we oh. was all at UC, We was all at UCLA skating this ledge. So we warmed up. We played skate. So I, I had I had lost the game of skate that day. Caught the L, huh? Uh, who's, oh, the yeah. be- I, who's, I lose who's the best? Who's the best? All the time. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> all, right. all right, cool. Uh, who's the best uh, rapper skater? Me. Okay, I, I seen you. I seen you was in somebody's comments clowning them like man, like me. It's a weak ass kickflip. You know, yeah, niggas suck, bro. Like Rich the kid, like he grew up skating with us too. We used to call him Meatball. Like he really skated. So like I'll never like say he's faking. He's not faking or anything. He just you know. He's shaky. He weak. His tricks. He ain't. You know. He. He. He's. He's. He's a super rapper, but he still skates. So I'll never say it about him. But them niggas all suck. They ain't better than me. <laughs> all right. Transitioning into clothing. Um. Who was your biggest influences? Clothing wise, um, Nigo, of course, Pharrell. Like them two. Those two specifically because they put that shit on a pedestal where it was like, man, like. I can do all this. Like I can make music. I can skateboard and then look like this. Oh yeah, this is tight. I'm into that. Like the Cleveland Eclipse too, bro. Like niggas rapping about selling drugs and shit, but looking like they skated. That is that's tight. I'm into that. Yeah, yeah. It was representation I, at that. that point. I live. I live. I, I, I live that life. So I was like, yeah, I'm. I'm fucking with that. That was how, my. How did, how did you? Uh, how did you get connected with Virgil? And then what do you think about the Louis skate shoot? The Louis skate shoot's tight because Lucy and my boy, and it looks like some old actions. Like, and it really looked like Mike Carroll's, like, or Rick Howard's DCs, like, from back in, like, some 97. DCs, that's what they look like, some DCs, they, bro. They, 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 they look, they're, they're based off of Rick Howard's um, and Mike Carroll's DCs and their Lakai's. And they're based oh, off of actions, too. Like, I know what those shoes are based yeah, on. It's so funny, bro, because when we was in middle school or when I was in middle school and those DCs was out, I used to think those shoes was the goofiest shoes because they were so, because, you know, all the skate shoes had um like thick insole, like thick on the on the ankle part because that's, you know, yep. skaters need all that. But, you know, I wore basketball shoes and it's, they're made like almost completely opposite. Like it's not, you know what I'm saying? There's no thickness around there. This shoe is real thin and shit. So anytime I would see those DCs, I would be finding niggas. But then when I started trying to skate, I was like, oh, I get why y'all wear them motherfuckers. Yeah, for sure. And now I have like, like anything else, you kind of grow appreciation for the shit that you didn't really understand when you was younger. And so like now I kind of have an appreciation for the DC, like 
style design of, of like the skate shoes and shit, you know? Yeah, and they just look like, bro, they look fire with like baggy, like baggy, like tech pants and like swishy pants. Like, bro, that shit hard. That shit's a fit. You know what I'm saying? How did you de- how did you develop your own fa- fashion sense? Just being a skater, bro, we always like dress different than everybody. So I used to like before it was even a thing to do this. Like I used to always like be the one like in school. I would mix like my skate shit. Like I'd wear like a shorties hoodie with like some iceberg jeans and then some DCs or something. Or I'd wear uh like an Osiris T-shirt with some Avizus and some Air Maxes or Air Force Ones. I always like just mix that shit up because I was like, I was like. It's like the best in both worlds. So like that's how I developed my my sense of fashion. And then my mom, my mom and my aunts, they were like, they was on that shit. My mom was prodded up wearing Gucci, all that stuff. My mom and dad were Stussy, like all the old Adidas stuff. So like, you know, I had people to look up to around me and, and shit like that. So I was like, oh, okay, like internal just, influences. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is a two part question. Favorite piece of clothing you own, and um, what's your holy grail? Um, I don't have a holy grail because, like, literally, just about everything that I've won, like, literally, every piece of clothing from every SB dunk, anything that was tight, I have it, and I have like all the shit from like when it came out, most of it. Some shit I might go like rebuy again, but um. I'd say my favorite pieces of clothing is just like all my just my all my original just old skate tees, bro. Like all my old hookup shirts, shorties, like all that stuff. Cause that's like real, like that's real sentimental to me. So I say all those those are my favorite pieces of clothing. Like things that I have, like old skate shit. How did you come up with Diva? Um well Diamond Nick, Mega. Fucking Anwar, all my peoples that's known me forever, they used to always tell me, they'd be like, bro, like, you a fly, like, little nigga that's skateboarding, like, you rap, people be dressing like you. They're like, why, you ever thought about making clothes? Because, you know, they used to just, Diamond Nick and all them, and, like, Huff, R.I.P. Huff, man, that was my dog. Like, all them used to just give me clothes, give me and Anwar clothes and stuff, like, this back in my space and stuff, because we looked cool in clothes. And I, I happened, it was a plus because I skateboarded. So they used to always be like, bro, you should make your own clothing line. And I'm like, man, I ain't trying to do that shit. I ain't, that ain't really what I want to do right now. I'm going to just bust everybody else in. And then if somebody want me to design something or like come up with something, like I'll do that. But I don't want my own brand. Like my head just wasn't there mentally. And then right in December last year, I was chilling. And I'm like, I was looking I'm like, bro, everybody's fucking clothes and shit. People are making, bro, this shit, this shit whack. Like, people not really making nothing that's tight or like even like it's every brand that I would see on Instagram or something come out. It is a copy of a copy of a copy. So it was like, bro, this is not, this shit ain't tight. Like I'm not fucking with this. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to make some shit. And my mom would always tell me like, she'd be like, you're the biggest diva there is. And I thought about it. Rappers are the biggest divas, bro. Diva ain't just like some female shit. It's like, just the way people act and do stuff. You're a diva. Jason's a diva. Any Anybody's a diva and they're all right because they know what they want and they're trying to do. So, like, that's how I came up with that. And I was thinking, I'm like, damn, what should I like? 
I, I, I want to think of something like one word that's going to stick. And I just thought about two companies that are based off of female things. Diamond Supply was based off of Sade's Diamond Life and Girl Skateboards. Girl. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Diva. One word is feminine. There you go. So I like that answer. So we know that um, you're in the clothing now and kind of how you make that transition. How did you make the transition from skating to rapping? Uh, I got that. That started as a bet. Fucking Don Cannon. They had a skate shop here. That him and Stevie Williams owned a skate shop here in Atlanta called Skate Teak. You know, it was in the future with it. And um, I was chilling. Um, one day Cannon was there. He's like, I'm going to the studio. It was like me and my friend Curtis. We had a rap group called Two Nine. Like we had really just started it and stuff. And at this time, Cannon was working on cool kids like gone fishing and all that shit. And I was like, what? That's so sick. Like, we was like, can we go to the studio? He was like, yeah, y'all can come. So he took us to the studio with him. And um, I met Chuck and Mike, you know, there, Chuck English and Mike at the studio. And I watched Cannon like make those beats and he played like Jeezy stuff and like just all this shit. And I was like, damn. And I was like, oh, this is what this is? I was like, man, I can rap. This shit ain't nothing. And he was like, what? I'm like, I can. I, I'll make a mixtape. I said, I'll make a mixtape in two days. He's like, bro, I bet you $200 you can't make a mixtape in two days. I said, okay, cool. And I went and made a mixtape. And he was like, this shit is like actually tight. And I was like, well, they go to mixtape, give my money. Like, I just did it as a joke or whatever. And then like a week later, I started getting all these like messages from people like on Twitter and just all this wild shit. My mixtape had just, it got online, but it had Canon and drama screaming all over it. And I was like, bro, what the fuck? How did this, like, he was like, we put it out because that shit was tight. And then that's how I started rapping. People liked it. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm a rap. Never stopped skateboarding. Never stopped doing anything that I did. I just did that too. And so how did you, uh, end up linking up with so many people in Los Angeles because you're from Atlanta. Skateboarding, being a skater and popping around on Fairfax and shit. Because like I said, the companies, some of the companies I skated for, like Diamond and stuff was on Fairfax. And I was, um, you know, I'm one of like the younger, like... But how, did you, how, did you, how did you meet up with... How did you meet up with Nick and everybody over there? Um, Shit. Like, I met up with Anwar and all them niggas because, you know, like, we had MySpace and stuff like that. Like, niggas knew who I was and stuff. So when I come to L.A., like, we just all met up on Fairfax and just that's how that shit went. We all kicked it. And, like, Supreme, like, I'm, I was one of, like, the kids, like, that was, like, fucking with Supreme, like, back at the New York store, like, the real Supreme shit, like, OG. Like, so when they opened the one in L.A. and stuff, you know, I was out there. I was kicking it. And that's how I really met everybody. I met Dom through my homegirl, Heather, because she was really into music. She's like, oh, this this kid named Dom Kennedy. And I was like, damn, this nigga tight. And he be rapping about, like, shit, like, clothes, like Jordans and all this shit. And he, he, looks, he look cool. So I, like, met up with that nigga on Fairfax and shit like that. It's very funny. I literally met all those people over there because skateboarding segued my life into, like, music and meeting all these different people. Um, my last question for you is, 
What is your favorite childhood memory? Waking up, summertime, it's fucking 95 degrees outside, like 11 o'clock in the morning, playing GoldenEye. Wake up, play GoldenEye on 64 for a bit. Call all the homies, go skate. Then go on, I had a trampoline, so I used to get on the trampoline. I had a pool in the backyard and shit. So we like fucking, I was really into wrestling and stuff. So we like fuck each other up on a trampoline and like go swimming all day and then go skate all night. Like those are my favorite times, bro. Like, Damn, I have like a very similar memory. I think I forgot which year um, the uh, the Rock and Stone Cold fought in WrestleMania, I think it was. And Shawn Michaels. Uh, yeah. Shawn Michaels jumped in that bitch. Yeah, I already know. Yeah. Shawn's yeah. HBK. One of the goats. <laughs> Shawn Michaels is my favorite wrestler. See, that's yeah. where that's where we become friends, right there. Okay, bro. There's bro, my name, bro. If anybody ever want to even know this, like, I be wearing that fucking. I got like a, a invisible set diamond cross, like hanging diamond earring, bro. I wear that shit because Shawn Michaels. When I got that, I thought of Shawn Michaels when I got it, bro. And then it's like Lord and behold, everybody sweet chin in the music. Man, I mean, what? you can go down the line with that. You know how I many mean? niggas I kicked in the face on my trampoline? With sweet chin music, bro. Bro, we had and, we had the jumper. We we had the jumper in the back for the WrestleMania, and niggas did the. Uh, I did the pedigree on one of the homies, and we thought he was really hurt for a second. Bro, we used to jump. Bro, we used to jump off the house and shit, like do crazy stuff, bro. Okay, so we got one last question that we ask normally. Uh, what advice would you give eighteen year old Reese? Keep being yourself, because that's what's gonna take you the furthest, and fuck what any of these niggas got to say like do you bro that's the main thing do you like people used to make fun of me like for skating and dressing the way i dress and stuff like that and then shit look at it it's the biggest stuff in the world now bro like all them kids everybody that was like oh you weird like i didn't even act weird it was just like bro i went into the shit that y'all was into so it was like now everything that i thought was cool is really cool and it me just being myself took me further than trying to fake be some shit that i'm not you know it's persistence man persistence be yourself just be true to yourself bro and and, and everybody has their time you do some shit that shit gonna it's gonna work for you that's some valuable advice man hopefully our listeners can take and you know i'm sure that they can relate to well, thank you, Reese, man, for joining us for this pod. You know what I mean? No, I appreciate appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all asked me some them, the, the one and the two. Them questions was them was crazy. Yeah, good looking, bro, man. We appreciate you. And uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm definitely gonna cop some of that diva from you. And uh Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, I got y'all, bro. Like I got like some big stuff in store. Like I did last like year, I did my pop-up, my first pop-up, um, December 5th and 6th here in Atlanta. I ended the year. Brand's not even a year old, and I, you know, I ended my year. I dropped a Spitfire and Real Skateboards collab. Those are two of the most OG, biggest skate companies there is. Huff Road for real. You know what I'm saying? And I did a collab with them at Spitfire. So we got some shit. Top of the year. I'm about to shock people again. Just got some more collabs coming? Yeah, I'm about to fuck people up with this one at the top of the year. Sure. That's yeah. the one.